words? Support Venture Forth over on our Patreon to unlock exclusive bonus content. Now, onto the show. Hi, I'm Kellek. Oh my. Flynn. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, you all had begun traveling south from the Dakir ruins. On your way, you were transporting several civilians that were caught by the Order of the Red Wolf and are attempting to bring them home. You're traveling south towards Nessel Valley, and Kellick, upon reading a, a book called The History of the Lost that Flynn had found in the library, began to discover a bit of the history behind the Waste and how a powerful being called the Storm had begun to wreak havoc, disintegrating everything into sands, and only a band of triumphant heroes from each of the nations were able to defeat this person. As you all continue to travel south towards Nessel Valley, um, you actually made it to the mining structures themselves, and upon getting there, saw that there was a single cart available to ride back towards um, the, the city where these civilians are from. So, as you are standing there in front of this uh, mine that goes directly through the tunnel, Flynn, you're looking down at your shield. You see Timmy's face there reflecting back at you. He says, Hi, um, Hayfried just taught me how to use this, and he's asleep right now, but I was just outside. Um, there's some people here looking for you. What? Yeah, um, they're, they're going around asking for, for each of you by name. They have physical descriptions of the party. Um, what do they look like? There's three of them. Um, one of them, uh, he's wearing purple cloaks. Um, another one, uh, a woman. She's, she's uh, pretty tall, has, has, has dark hair. Um, and another one, there's an elven man who's with them. Um, in my recollection, do I have any... I don't know, does that strike anything? Uh, Seeker wore purple robes. Okay. But no, the, the other two people know. Um, really the other two the people, you don't recognize any any descriptions. A tall woman? A tall woman, uh, yeah, with dark hair. As well as uh, uh, armor. Uh-huh. And an elven man who is wearing a uh, black cloak with the hood up. Um, I mean, I kind of maybe know who one of them is. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. I'm just oh, thinking. Oh. I I know. We got into some stuff. Um, I I don't really want to go back outside if if they're here for me. So I would say if you are planning to come back to Marstock, maybe stay away until they're until they're gone. Yeah, we really don't have the time to do that. Um, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. You know who they are? Um. I think I know one of them. Um, oh, he's probably mad at me. Um, but it's, it should probably be fine. Um, you can probably let him in. I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, Hayfried's asleep, and he hates it when I wake him up, so 
I mean, if you trust that these, pers- these people are trustworthy, I can... Uh... Well, I know one. So I say go. I say go for it. He can't be that man. Okay, not too reassuring, but I'll, okay, I'll go by that. <laughs> and you can see Timmy's reflection drift away in your shield. Oh, cool. Did they hear that? Yeah, yeah, it was projected to to everyone. Um, it was as if Timmy was actually there. Was that Timmy? What? Did you tell him Devin? I said hi? No, Elma, you were here. You just no, I didn't tell him. Well, you should have told him. But in as well, he surprised me with apparently someone's looking for me. Some people are looking. And and I think it's I think it's Seeker. Unless it's another one of those purple robed spies we saw hanged in Solaris. Yeah, they kind of all wear purple robes. Okay, but we yeah. don't know. Sigurd didn't align himself with them. I, well, why would they want me? Lynn, you gotta stop giving people your sword and taking it back. That's so bad. It's not that bad. Yes, it is. It's it pretty bad, Flynn. It's, it's pretty bad. Flynn, it's, you, 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 you're generally a good-willed person. You do a lot of good kind of things for people and then you rip them off with your sword it just it's doesn't jive with your it's whole it's not approach harmless you tell people that that's a way that you're paying them and then you take it back yeah what if somebody yeah, did that's that what to you do, that's, that's stealing oh, come on that's no, stealing is, it's not that bad if you're gonna steal say you're stealing what would the point of that be then because it's being honest. I'm pretty sure no one does that when they steal something. They don't tell the person they're stealing it. Well, some no, but at least tell us. Aware. Be honest with us that you're stealing things. I'm not. It's my sword. That you're giving to other people and then calling it back to you. It's not like I'm killing Flynn? anyone. Flynn? Are you there? Who is this? Hi, Demi. <laughs> Hi, Oma. I look at my shield again. Is How it are you doing? Freaking shield you again. kind of stack up behind Flynn. <laughs> yeah. I hold my arm. Because Oma's a little angle. bit taller. All of you see uh, where your <laughs> reflection should be uh, in this reflective surface. Yeah. You instead see uh, Timmy looking back. How you doing, Timmy? I'm sorry, I couldn't find a broom. That's okay. I got one. Yeah, okay. It's, it's right over there. You can see him sort of like point off into a space that you cannot see. Is what we're seeing, see is it the, is it like an imprint of his face or is it like a projection, like a, like a, like how are we like see his coloring or it's, it's literally like it's being reflected like a mirror. It is literally like it's God. a mirror it's like uh, reflecting back to me. Looking at yes. me, it's, it's Timmy. Yes, uh-huh. it's, it's a little bit reflection. warped just with the, uh, the curvature of the, curvature shield. Of the shield and everything, but yeah. yes, uh, okay. clearly It Timmy. looks like you're learning a lot from Hayfried. Uh, yeah, this, this, I think this is pretty cool. Um, and he sort of reach, you can see him lean off of the reflection of the shield and you can hear him grab and pull in the reflection of Seeker. As you see Seeker's face apparate into the shield. Hi, Seeker! Hey. Uh-oh. Hey. Hi. Oh, he found you. Timmy, by the way, this is not, it, it's a cloak. It's not really, you know, ropes, but hello. Blen. Yeah. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Good, good. How, how are you? Can I, can I see them all? Yes, everyone is is you can in probably the, see and, my like chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Seeker, you yourself are looking through a uh, a large circular mirror, so you can see a, a perfect reflection of uh, of the party on the other side. All of them. Yes. Hello. Good to see you all. How are you all doing? I crouched down. Seeker. Yes. I've been looking for you all. Good to see you. Why, why would you be doing that? Well, it's development. Do you have, uh, you still have daddies? Yeah. We do. I may have someone that can help him. Really? 
That yes. movie's so good because nice. we've not been helping him at all. It's pretty yes. low it's on very the list of priorities. He helped you. Why did you not help him? You know, there was a prison break and then we've been chased by this order of red wolves and like there's just been a lot going on. We died. Yeah, we died. Somebody in the Iron Light just hunted we, other like, people in the Iron Light. We died. In all of this time since I've seen you, have not had the chance to help daddies. I was just telling you, we died. That's... It's been a pretty busy time. It's been really busy. You never you never think about how much of your time and energy it takes to die. But considerable is the answer. I've not done this yet, so I don't know. Yeah, it's Admit um it. it's been it's been a lot. Okay. It well, doesn't help that we're not really able to go to a lot of big cities because we did in we did conduct a very large prison break. Yeah, we can't go back to Ogunspire. So that makes it kind of hard to, to do things when you can't go to big cities. Especially because that's the only city we've had any leads on finding Thaddeus' body. body. Well, yeah. I think actually, Oakenspire, yeah. But we, yeah, we, we were kind of busy there. So you, the theme of going to cities and making a mess continues. Yes. Yeah. When you say be, it like uh, that, yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty fair assessment. Wait, Ooh, you, also a prison break. What do you need? Well, I told you. I think I have someone who can help. Oh, well... Do you need to Do you now? have Thaddeus now? Yeah. But first, you said you died. Yeah, yeah. like super died. What? <laughs> yeah, we died and then there was almost a portal to like another plane that was opened up and like almost a big like world ending monster that was unleashed. Yeah. So like, did you almost busy. die or did you actually die? We no, we really, actually died. I don't know. I just kind of woke up and they fed us like this goopy red stuff. Who is they? Oh. Uh, the ardor of the red wolf was trying to the order sacrifice of our lives of Timmy, to bring about the Timmy, there should be some some creatures or like two people that like oh just came back because of the coins and they're in prisons. Have you seen them? And you can see as Timmy is not himself in the reflection. The reflection is sort of a small space <laughs> and it's all taken up by Seeker. <laughs> um, you can just hear off in the distance. Yeah, they're here. Cool. Okay, so we're good. <laughs> you know where I am because it was weird coming in here. Yeah, it's yeah, the kind of stuff sucks. It messes with your lungs a bit. Yeah, it gets in your hair. I mean, it's all right, but it's strange. No time is passing. You're gonna like be in there, and there's no, no time, time passes normally. Oh no! I know, but you, you don't, don't feel need it, to and you're not hungry. Yes. Some say time you is a construct. You don't need to breathe. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely real. My knees will speak to that. Okay, so <laughs> you died. Did you say prison? Yeah. Were you in prison? Mm. This would not surprise me. Not one. <laughs> no, there should be a bird there. I think that it's coming soon. No, or no. no, yeah. Tito, right? I think his name, right? Uh, Timmy, how's? Are you there, Tito? You can just barely hear off in the distance. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that one is one person that we we broke out, and then there's also Xavier, which and I'll point to Oma. Yeah, my yeah. friend Xavier. Yeah, and was in prison. Us. And then, like, our acquaintance, Zeta, who I guess is now a friend. Has, uh, Timmy, has Shreya made it through yet? We sent him off to, to, um, Marstock to then travel over. Uh, yeah, we have a message he needs to send. He might not have made it yet, uh, um, but, uh, you should be expecting him if he hasn't. Like, um, any minute. He actually, yeah, he, he passed through, uh, a couple hours ago. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Good. Yeah, he, he took a, a teleportation circle. Um, we we had we pulled him through at um, at Saddlemount. Okay. Good. Perfect. Good to hear he's doing all right. Good. We should check up on him at some point. Some point. Yeah. If I look around uh, inside Hayfreed's, like, what would I see? 
What would I be seeing? <laughs> oh, what, what, <laughs> what wouldn't you well, see? There's so um, much stuff there, man. So you can see you are you are currently on this floating central platform. Okay. Um, Very disconcerting. You see that uh, that there is also another platform that is, has been connected by by a stone bridge that is also floating there alongside the main platform, um, and it appears as though and and you look down and you can see like some grooves in the stone. It appears that this giant mirror that is currently sitting on table was dragged by Timmy from this um, platform out to the main platform so he could make contact. Um, you also see a number of different platforms floating around. Um, you can see that there are some with bookshelves on them, some with massive wardrobes. Um, and you see just off, like, beyond this this ring of platforms that's floating around the central platform, um, probably a couple hundred feet even beyond that, there are four additional platforms that are also rotating. You can see on each of them is a cage occupied by, you can see one, a massive red dragon, um, and you can see a horrifying sheep demon on another one, and on the, the last two, you can see humanoid creatures. You all know this place well, yes? Well enough. Did you make it? <laughs> no, I wish. We are responsible for a lot of the stuff in there. At present. Not the dragon. No. Nor the statues if they're floating around in there. That's not us. Yeah, that's Hayfried's place. This is... There's a lot. So... <laughs> this... That's putting it lightly? Yes. I was meeting with a, a friend. Yeah. Okay. And, uh... Finding stuff. And along the way, found... Someone who's a lot like Thaddeus. And might be able to help. In fact... What he said he does is help Warforge. So, I thought of you all. And I've been looking for you since. That's the only reason, right? What led you to Marstock? What? Yes. What I, What other reasons would I need to find you? No no, no other reason. I just, like, tap my sword. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, I, I believe... Didn't you, I think you said you were going uh, to Marstock when we left. Uh... Along, yeah. along our, along oh, our trip. Yes. that's such a long time ago. I can't remember. When we were at the bar talk. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we said we were going to make our way to Marstock. Yep. We've really been to a lot of places. It's hard to keep track. <clears throat> well, we're on our way back now. Um, do you want to see Thaddeus right now, or do you want to wait until we get there? If you can, I would like to ask him before I just introduce him to this person. Okay, um, and I'll go into the bag, and I'll uh, pull out um, uh, our little head, and I will boop, 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 push the button. And you can see the, the purple eyes begin to glow. I will awkwardly hey. hold it in front of the shield uh, with, with my hand. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll this put is the shield a, on the ground. This is what we're doing. Okay. I'll put the shield on the ground. I'll prop it up on a building or something and hold the make it easier. And I'll just kind of set the head down so that it's in the in the purview. Hey, Seeker. Darius. How are you? Are they taking care of you? Yeah. How many days has it been since I was last awake? Well, we had you there for the fight. Um, that was Two days ago? Not even, like a day ago, yeah. like a day and a half. So that answers your question. Um, <laughs> then, I'm doing okay. Well, I might have good news for you. I've uh, found a Warforged who is setting up a refuge in uh, Westreach. And I mentioned you briefly, and he, he paid me a lot, actually, to come find you. 
So, we are waiting here in a creepy, floaty island place <laughs> with dragon and... Is that the sheep demon? What is that? <sighs> yeah, it's we... Been a We're still uh, getting around to that one. Uh, we gotta. This place is strange. We've got some. But he is with me. He's out in the city, still looking for you all. Apparently, this you're not warforged here. associate of yours. Yes. Great. Goes by the name eighty-six. Eighty-six. Yes. Hmm. Got it. Um, he's setting up a refuge in Westray. She said. Yes, I believe him. Well, I and my associate, we think he's telling the truth. I have. I do have someone checking in Westreach just to see if it is legit, but I do believe him. And seeing as how apparently you still don't have a body, he might be able to help. I mean, we're headed to back to Marstock anyways, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that, that would be amazing. Um, it's, it's been... can't even tell you how long it's been since I've seen someone like me. Um, okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll tell him. And he said that, uh, I can't remember how many he's found, but it's been a good number. And he says you can be safe there. Where's Westreach? Oh, it's in Gunbodil. It's the capital the city. Capital. Yes. Oh, yeah, I don't know that. Uh, I've never been. But, uh, oh, it's a fantastic city. It is a floating city. It floats? Yes, and it's floating markets. Excellent. It's supposed to be quite the sight. I've heard things. I've heard great things about it. Oh, the floating plums. Amazing. Huh. If it's as magical as it's supposed to be, it would make sense that there'd be some kind of solution for Thaddeus there. Speaking of magical, I think so. I think 86 has uh, some solutions. But uh, thinking of uh, magic, did I stay here while I... Are you coming here? Yeah. We're That's our here. intent. Yeah. yeah. Those two, uh, the half-orc with the hole in their chest and the... Uh, scary tiefling beast. Oh, is that the other two over there? Yeah, yeah. those are. Those, we got. We have some questions. Also, for them. you. Uh, huh? Your... Oh, yes. That's uh, that's our doing. Uh, not what happened to them, but uh, the fact that they're in cages. Yeah, the hole wasn't us. Yeah, that was. Um... Sure, it wasn't. I swear. Okay. Just don't oh. believe them. They're. Do you want me to talk to them? No. Um. They might try and get out. Well, I, I trust your judgment seeker if you can get anything from them. What would I be trying to get? Well, we're trying to track this um, Order of the Red Wolf. You, you, you haven't heard of them? Not a clue. Well, uh, they may be responsible for the potential end of all things. So, um, those, those two in cages there, they are uh, servants uh, to this creature, the Red Wolf. Uh, and sequentially the outcast and we're hoping to get answers as to how to stop them. Okay. Wait, yeah. question. Who is responsible for this place? Uh, Hayfried, has Timmy not introduced you? Timmy? <laughs> no. I just got pulled in. Hayfried's asleep. Um, I'm just looking over everything while he's sleeping. Yeah, I mean, Hayfried's been doing a lot, so he probably needs to sleep. I will say though, Timmy, do you think he's going to be more upset if you wake him up or will he be more upset if you let these people stay there while he slept? I think let him sleep. That's up. I mean, I, Timmy's been there for a while. He's a man who likes to sleep. Okay, they, that is. I'm, I'm looking out for you. You know. Look. I don't know if I believe him, Timmy, but I can wait outside. It's okay. You can get me when he wakes up. 
And then I want to research this place. And I don't mind talking to them. I mean, very nicely, but, but sternly. Of course. Uh, you're a good negotiator, but uh, maybe um, you can wait for us and we can do it together. I don't have a problem with this. All right. Stay safe. Uh, Marsak's a bit of a rugged town. I don't know the kind that go through there. and You're already kind of in dangerous territory in Kaldor with your uh, set of beliefs. Unlike See. you all, I'm good at being quiet. <laughs> That's true. That's, uh, yep. We'll be okay. We can handle ourselves. Okay. Just get back here. We are on it, and I sort of look at this apparatus of the, the, the railway system. Uh, can I... Do, is there anybody around in in uh, Nestle Valley? Not that you see, no. Can I make a spooky vibe check? Ooh. Yeah, make a spooky vibe check. <laughs> Wouldn't there not be anyone down here by the... By the... Mm. There wouldn't really be anyone down here. They're all like he said they were lights on in their homes. It's a seven on the spooky vibes. Um I mean, you burned up all the Nothic bodies. There's nothing else really to to provoke any spooky vibes, but um yeah, it seems as though in in Nestle Valley itself, there were some of the homes on the outskirts there that you saw that there was a little bit of light coming from. But Nestle Valley itself is very industrial based. There's not any like living quarters here. So you get the impression that um, that most of the people live in Westbury and then come here for work right. during the day. Right. They probably go back to Westbury Nobody's at night. Nobody's really staying the night in Nestle Valley. Yeah. <coughs> well, other than, the the, other than the houses that we saw, right. which had lights on. Yeah. Um, as long as we can figure out how to work this thing, it'll be on our way shortly. How long should we stay? Um, or wait? Do we know how long it'll a take A day us? or two? At most. Okay. Didn't take as long to get here from... Uh, as long as we can get horses in uh, Westbury. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe someone still... <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> Ooh. Ah, don't worry about it. Why would you do? Nothing. Nothing? So, uh, how does this thing work? I don't know how much magic this thing is siphoning, um, but, uh, are, are we good? Yeah, we'll Are we good there. to go? Yeah. Is there a way we can reach you, Timmy, through the shield? Is there a way we can, um... I do this my shield now? I don't know how I'm doing this, really. Um, Hayfried just showed me some, some things that I would be able to do with this. Um, it took me a couple tries to, to get you guys the first time. Um, I don't know how well... It works in reverse. Timmy, do you want to just check in on us every every little bit? Yeah, I can I can do that. Yeah, for longer than two days. Um, check in. Check in. Because okay. maybe we're yeah. dead again. Okay. You never I can, know. I can do that. Please, uh, please don't do that again. I don't have a lot of control over yeah, that. Yeah, we'll do our best. It's not our intent the first time. See you in a bit. Bye. Get back safe. <laughs> Thanks, Timmy. Do better. As the shield try. Uh, liquefies once more and solidifies, and you all see your own reflections. Well, the strange things we've seen. Somehow that still is bizarre. As I'm putting I it like back on. I like the idea that Timmy could just talk to us, though. That's a really cool thing. Yeah. Definitely helps to have um, contact with Hayfried's domain, if not the man himself. Yeah, definitely. It's also just nice to talk to Timmy. I bet, huh? Daddy is Yeah, I mean, he's so, alive. Marstock. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. That was where we were. Headed anyway. Let's get going. 
Um, do you suppose they'll take issue with us just hopping on this cart and riding it out? Well, oh. there's no one here to see it. Yeah. We can yeah. also wait, but I... We're in a bit of a rush. I think everyone wants to get back home. It goes back, so at most we're just creating a little bit of inconvenience. How long was the ride when we took it to Nestle Valley? Do you remember if it was like... I can't remember if it was a few hours or half a day. It was a few hours. It, okay. No, it wasn't, it half, wasn't a like half a day. No, it was it was much much quicker than yeah. walking or being on a horse. I think let's take it back and then we can take a rest in Westbury and then head out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, unless uh, how close are we to the like station master's place? Um, it's right there, a couple hundred feet. We can go check in if you want. I, I'm sort of looking over. Yeah, as I see, I'm just looking at it. Yeah, I I don't want to disrupt the work of this place any more than we already sure. have. Uh, people's you know jobs can rely on this cart being here. Yeah, that's fair. Let's go check it out. Right. And we'll go over and wrap on the the door of this. Is it a, like is it a tent or is it a, a building? It's a it's a building. Okay. Yeah, and I'll knock on the door. All right, so you go up and you knock on this door, and the door itself is actually metal. So as soon as you make contact with it, you could hear the the echo sort of reverberating within the uh, within the place. And you wait for a couple seconds. And the door opens up. And you see standing there um, a lumbering minotaur. Hello. <clears throat> oh. I, I, I kinda, I'm kind of taken aback a little bit. I forgot how tall he was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, hi. Uh, sorry, I'm just looking down most of the time <laughs> considering my Traveling companions. Um, uh, it's good to see you. Are, have you all returned to take me up on my offer? I, I make a like a frown. Uh, 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 un- unfortunately, no. Um, we do have matters to attend to in Marstock. Um, but it, it looks like your cold pikes were successful uh, with uh, your problem. Uh, More below. than successful, yes. They, they took care of the problem very quick. I'm glad. Um, but I will say, they would not have been able to handle the problem if it had not been for you all discovering the problem. Well, you're very kind. Um, I love those. We appreciate it. Uh, we, uh, we we may come someone back just, yet. Someone has to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I did want to ask, is there a way we could uh, maybe go along for the ride with anyone um, traveling via these carts? We were hoping to head back through Nestle Valley or through um, Westbury. I am the only one still here for the night, unfortunately. All of the other workers have have gone home. We're um, happy to pilot it our, ourselves, but I didn't want to just take it without asking. I, I say you're free to take it. Um, uh, normally they keep one at either end, just in case something happens or someone is left behind, but I've already done my sweep for the night and everyone has gone home, so uh, I, I'm, I'm sure they would be more than happy to have two carts on the other side in the morning, so not everyone is as crammed together as usual. That relieves me to hear you say this. Um... Thank you so much. I'm, I'm sorry if I've disturbed any of your um, goings on here. Not at all. And you can see for the first time, um, there's a little bit of a glow of like a fireplace behind him. And you can see he's got on like these um, these dark navy blue, like it looks like a bathrobe. <laughs> and you could just see like just in the back, like a little little side table with a little cup of tea on it. That A cup of Aww. tea way too small for someone of his I size. It. I love it. Um, but Perfect. as he like readjusts his robe, he goes, not at all. Um, more than happy to, to help. Thank you. Thank you, Connie. Of course. Hopefully, we will see you all here again sometime. 
For sure. Count on Hopefully it. not needed. Right. But your presence is welcome nonetheless. <laughs> Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Um, uh, take care. Have a good evening. You as well. As he very gingerly shuts the door <laughs> once again. Is right. that what it feels like to be welcome? Oh, I guess. I guess we did some good after all. Hmm. I like that feeling. <sighs> yeah. Normally we're be... running out of a, a, a town, like, feverishly hoping we don't get caught and thrown in jail. So that's kind of, kind of a novel experience. Let's see if we can't recreate it more often. Yeah. All right. All right. To um, Westbury. To Westbury. Let's do it. So do you still have that, um, you know, that magic hand trinket? Yeah. I was thinking maybe, um, it could take the the weight of some of this workload. And I, I look over at the, the lever system that moves the cart forward. Oh, um, yeah. That's a great idea. Just the thought. I'll, uh, rummage through my bag as we arrive at the, the, the ramp cart. And I'll, uh, push the button on it and, and speak into it. Uh, Move that lever up and down. Okay, and the hand slowly floats up from your grip. You can see it float over towards the lever. Wait, how are you going to get the hand back? What do you mean? It, it goes with it. Yeah, it's it's, it's like it's like a push cart that is attached to the back that uh, repels it. As you all load up onto this thing, the uh, the all the dwarves load up as well as well as Zarkal. Everyone loads up into this thing, and. Um, the hand presses down on the lever and you can just feel it start. There's that initial push that's a little bit harder than the rest of them. As it pushes it down and pulls it back up, the hand releases oh. and floats back over to Flynn. Says, I will... Would you like me to repeat this action? <laughs> Indefinitely. As it floats back over towards the, <laughs> the, the handle, it pushes it down, pulls it back up, pulls it back down, yeah. pulls it back up. There we As go. you oh. feel right. yourselves begin to move faster and faster down this uh, rail. Good. Just make sure you tell it to stop when we get there. Yeah, I wonder how to do that. I'll figure it out. Maybe uh, we just turn it off? Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll just hit the button. All right. Well, I guess we get cozy. <laughs> we'll be on here for a few hours. If I look up and down this um, cart, do I see like a box of berries at one end? Make a perception check for me. <laughs> 22 very definitively you do not no um, but as the cart begins to pick up momentum you feel the, the cold breeze of this this um, cave that just goes straight through the mountain um, and the lights from the stars and the moon outside begin to dim as you are suddenly submerged into complete darkness. I'll stand in Nobis and I'll light up my uh, nice. my uh, bandage arm and I'll just hold it up <laughs> okay. in front of us. All right. Um, is there anything that you all are doing while you are on this cart? Nope. Just hanging out? Just enjoying I've curled up and I'm solitude. taking a little bit of a rest. Okay. I'm snoozing. I'll, um, every, I'll occasionally just... Uh, just look over at the dwarven woman that I protected in battle. Just to see how she's doing. Okay. Um, make sure she looks comfortable. Um, and you can see, after a couple minutes being on this railway, um, you can see both her and her husband um, sort of sit down and prop themselves up against one of the walls of this this cart. And you can see that they like lean their shoulders and their heads against each other as they slowly fall asleep. I smile and 
Enjoy the ride. All right. You all are moving fairly quickly, as, as quickly as this single hand can take you. Yeah. Um, and about an hour into the two-hour ride, um, I'm going to have everyone make a dexterity saving throw for me. Oh, no! As you suddenly feel a massive jerk in this cart, and uh, the entire thing seems to tip as your sense of gravity sort of no. goes wonky. I was sleeping. Should I roll a disadvantage? You should roll a disadvantage, yes. Ooh. Dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw. Shouldn't have asked about that. <laughs> it okay. was good. It was good. It was honor- honorable. All right, Flynn, what'd you get? I got a an 18. 18. Okay, nice. Oma? I got a 22, but then I rolled a disadvantage and I got a 7. Okay. No. Kellick? I got a 9. A 9. Okay. Uh, so, Flynn being the only one that succeeds. I'm also going to roll for the other people on the oh, cart. We're also Two rolling at disadvantage, disadvantage because they're yeah. asleep. Which still wasn't too bad. Nice. Must be nice. And for Zorkal. Okay. Um, awesome. So, Flynn. You, as soon as this thing, the initial massive jerk happens, you prop yourself up by your feet and you can feel it begin to tip over and completely hit the side um, the, the side of the rail and drag itself along the ground. Okay. You're sort of able to push yourself off and do a barrel roll onto the ground, not taking any damage. Okay. Kellick and Olma, you both take nine points of bludgeoning damage Oof. as you are not as dexterous and uh, you both, same thing, land in the gravel, the this tough gravel and it sort of chews up your skin as you slide along. Ah! The, uh, the dwarves that were all sleeping in the cart, um, they were sleeping in the cart in front of you and while not seemingly as dexterous, um, their cart fared a little bit better as it tipped over and sort of slid along the along the ground. It didn't fling them out completely, um, but they seem to be, for the most part, undamaged. Zorkal, in a sort of similar fashion to Flynn, uh, props himself up, jumps off, rolls to safety, but at the last minute, he hits the side of this tunnel and hits his head against mm. the rock. Oof. He takes... No... He takes five points of bludgeoning damage. As the screeching carts now completely flipped over and on the ground come to a halt, you all are on the ground in pitch darkness. What happened? Well, it wouldn't be pitch darkness. Actually, no, it wouldn't yeah. be because Kellick has got his, his we have light. have 40 feet of light. <laughs> um, Kellick, as soon as you stand up <sighs> with, with your, your arm lit up, um, is everyone all right? Guys, you okay? You immediately see the track in front of you about 20 feet of it um, has been completely removed. And the part that you had been, that you seemingly just hit, um, looks like it's bent backwards. You also look and you see five humanoids sort of dancing in the shadows. You can't quite pinpoint where they all are. Definitely humanoid and sort of walking back and forth. But you see five of them. Do they, are they moving in our direction? Um, you cannot tell. With the chaos that just happened in this split second, you cannot tell. Um, I'm going to... Uh, is anybody close to me? They are on the other side of, but like, of uh, the of our, of our party. Oh, uh, uh, yes, you are all pretty much within 15 to 20 feet of each other. Okay. Um, 
I'm going to snuff my, uh, my light cantrip, my arm, and I'm going to immediately, like, dart to the person nearest to me. Um, who, who, do you know who it would be from where we I all... was also thrown, so probably me. Fro- yeah. Olma. Yeah, I'm going to say Olma. Okay. Oh, no, there's, there's figures in the distance. Um, let's uh, let's, uh, let's g- get, get everyone together. Come on, come on. Figures? Come on. And I'm, 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 like, pushing Olma toward the rest of the group. You all hear echoing off of this cavern. Ando! Do any of you speak Undercommon? I do. No way. Okay. In Undercommon, you hear, Stop, or you'll be injured. Um, at this, I, I grab Alma's shoulder again. I was pushing her, and I stop her. <sighs> and I light my wrist up again, and I hold it up. Um, uh, one arm, my, my bandage arm, and I put up my second one. As soon as you do that, um, you see these figures now in the light as they immediately cover their eyes and shout for you to stop. Stop! Put it away! No harm comes to us! There will be harm that comes to you if you don't put that damn light away. You don't want to pick a fight with us, believe you me! And you see them reach for their swords, and at this point you see, for the very first time, um, five drow standing there as they reach for their swords and begin to unsheathe them. I'll extinguish the light. Stay where you are. We mean no harm to you. We're just traveling. You see one of them, the one that shouted at you. You see him sort of lean over and whisper to another one of them as they're whispering back and forth. Can I hear what they're saying? Make a perception check. Would I be... How far away am I from them? Um, You're about 15 feet away. Am I near uh, Zorkal? Uh, yes, you and Zorkal are, are pretty much right I'm kind of with other. Zorkal. I'm just like, can you, what's happening? Can you see? And you can see him, him like rubbing his yeah. head and he's like, I, I, uh, I don't know. I, there are some people there. All right, well, give, me, give me one moment. You ready for a fight? Okay. And even before he's like reoriented himself, he's already completely yeah. unsheathed his sword. Yeah, I, I unsheathed mine as well. And I'm just like, I can't see anything. So just let me know when I need to go in. Okay. Um, I'll try and guide you as best as I can. Are you okay? I'll be fine. All right. Um, 17 on the perception check. Uh, 17. Um, you see that he, he leaned to um, his companion there, and you could just just barely hear, do you think they're telling the truth? No, but he's, he's drow. What, who is he traveling with? And I'll say an under, undercommon, and it's like, to the rest of the party, it would sound similar, but just like really clunky, just really, just ru- like beyond rusty, like the most stiff kind of language. We are not miners. We have no quarrel with you. We're just trying to get to the other side of the mountain. My name is Kellex Aist. What quarrel would I have with you? And you see them look to each other, and uh, the the one who you had spoken to initially sort of elbows the other one, and he goes, Doraka, which doesn't have a direct translation, um, but you know it to be um, an insult, meaning uh, either different or other than. Mm-hmm. You can see at this point, 
another one steps forward. Um, seems to be uh, a, a little bit shorter, and at this point you can see um, dark black hair tied back tight into a ponytail. And as he's walking up closer to you, his movement is almost slithering like a snake as he moves towards you. Do you really not have any quarrel with us? No, no, sir. We're... We, uh, we came to these mines actually to, uh, maintain peace between you and your foes. We've, uh, he puts up a finger as though to say, stop. He reaches into his back pocket and he pulls out a long, thin piece of metal and he takes it and he bends it and curves it around into a circle about six inches in diameter and he holds it up to you and he puts his hand through. I'm going to have you make a Wisdom saving throw. What? Mm. No. It's 12. You like any advantage for it for being like a elf? Uh, yeah, is like... it charm or sleep? Let me see. Is that what, is that what you get? Um, he, is, he, is casting, he is casting Zone of Truth on you. <clears throat> okay. Then, so no, no it wouldn't. Okay. It is not a charm. Um, so, as he does this, as he pulls his hand through, um, you can see these these blue, almost ribbons emanate off of his hands and surround you for a moment before disappearing. Kellick, it's all right, Alma. Well, it might not be all right. It might be very bad. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who we are? I don't know for certain, but I assume you're uh, of Kangxi, Drow of the Underdark. And he subtly nods his head in confirmation. And he looks down onto his leather armor. And you can see that there's um, these two breast pieces that go over his shoulders and come down into sort of a chest plate. And you can see in the corner a symbol of two crowns overlapping. And do you know who we are? I'm hoping you all are simply lost souls. I prefer not to get my men's swords dirty tonight. Our blood is very hard to clean. And I'm sure just as easily spilled as the next. As easily spilled as yours. <laughs> if we let you go, do you have intention of telling anyone that we are here or what we have done here? Yes. As he removes his hand from the, the circlet and motions... The ends to these conflicts need not be violent. What you're doing here, the ruin that could become of this world, it's not good for anyone. Not for the dwarves and not for the elves. Not for the drow. 
I'll tell you this, and it's the truth. We want to help everyone. Make a persuasion check. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Change yo die. It's 12 again, dude. 12 again? Answer this question, and if you elect not to, know that there will be violence. Do you care for... And he looks at everyone who's lying there on the ground. And he looks over, and he looks at the group of dwarves that are just getting up. And you can see one of the dwarves who you've had not much interaction with, um, but uh, you can see uh, that she has got these three braids in her hair um, that that pull her golden red hair back. Um, And he points and he says, do you care for that one's life? Yes. I'm just like staring him down. Like I'm, I'm fully... As 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 stand, standing as tall as I've ever stood. <laughs> you preach peace, so I'll give you a chance to have it. And just know that there is a a path here that ends with no blood. So keep that in mind. Bring that one to me. To what end? I promise not to harm her. She will be able to leave with the rest of you alive and fully intact. It's still pitch black, right? We can't. See, I can't see anything. You cannot see anything. Okay, I'm just hearing this. this is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what they're saying. We don't know oh, what they're saying. It's still an undercommon. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> good. Good to know. But the voices are quiet. Like they're not yelling at each other. They're Correct. not. Okay. Yeah. She stays behind me. But I'll bring her shirt here. Deal. As he slowly starts to smile. Flynn? Yeah? Uh, help the dwarf up over there. I can't... I'll turn to Zorkal. Help me. I can't see. Yes, I'll help. I'll hold on to your. I'll hold on to his cloak. Okay, and he leads you. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, bring her over here. On it. And um, steal yourself. Don't make any sudden movements. All right. Kellig, are we supposed to trust you? What What do you want us to do? What What do you tell us? What you need us to do? You're gonna have to trust me on the. Okay, well, okay, well, I trust you. I trust you. I hope you're right too. Are they able to bring bring the dwarf over? Yeah. Um, she walks up and comes up behind you, and she stands there as this drow. Does Kellogg look like he's standing in front of... Uh, we can't... Can we see anything? It's pitch black. Completely. Pitch black. Okay. Yeah. This <laughs> sucks. Um, Kellogg, you see, as the dwarven woman approaches, um, 
the drow reaches into his satchel that he's got on his side, and he pulls out a little mortar and pestle. And he reaches back in, and he grabs what looks like a little red flower, but it seems to be slightly bioluminescent. Everyone in the cavern can see this tiny little flower. It doesn't actually emanate any light off of it, but you Mm -hmm. can just barely see this red flower moving. As he puts the flower into the, the mortar and begins to grind it up. Can I tell what he's doing? Make an arcana check for me. Would I be able to make an arcana check? Do I see? You cannot see. Okay. You've just seen the flower. You don't know flower. what the know process is. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Uh, seven. Seven? Nope. Um, the An interesting thing to note, though, is the magic that he used previously to cast Zone of Truth on you um, was very foreign to you. You've never seen it cast like that mm-hmm. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but he grinds it up, and he spreads just a little bit onto his fingers and he reaches forward towards the dwarven woman. Um, I'm gonna hold my hand up. What do you plan to do? You said no harm would come to her. No harm is going to come to her. So what's this? It is a an herb. It's reassurance that none of you will divulge our location or what we are doing here. What kind of reassurance? Well, her life will be completely up to you once I place this upon her throat, if anyone within this cavern speaks of what they have seen here, she will stop breathing. It's in your hands. No blood need be shed. All right. Can I tell if he's lying? Yeah, make an insight check. About... I want to know if he is being honest about no harm coming to anyone. Okay. Um, my mask. Uh, 21. Nice, 21. Nice. Uh, he seems a little slimy, but in what he's saying, he seems truthful. He seems to be honest. All right. Do it. You know that they put me on. And he reaches his, his hand forward and... Um, uh, sort of on the side of her neck, smears some of this luminescent red dye on her throat. And as soon as it makes contact with her skin and sits there for a moment, it begins to fade and completely dissolve into her skin. You are all free to go. All right, everyone. Let's move. We have to walk, though, because the, the rails have been destroyed. I'd like to uh, light the way. Can you and yours um, disperse or something? We will. Theoretically, you might be able to push the cart back onto the rail. It is it's just on its side, and some of the track has been taken away. But if you sort of prop it back up onto this now continuing rail, it might be a faster way than walking. What would you all like to do? Have you lit it back up? Um, if, if he moves out of the way. Yeah, you can see all of them sort of turn around. Oh, standing nobis. I light my arm up. 
Can I see? What can I see? Uh, you can see a group of five drow off to the side who are averting their gaze from the light. Um, you can see the cart that has been, um, or this this string of carts that has been completely flipped over on its side. But um, as some pieces of the the railway have have been taken out. Um, the cart sort of went off on its side and continued to slide forward. So it is next to some of the rail that um, continues on. You see the five dwarves who are recollecting themselves, um, gathering up and sort of retreating back by the cart. Are the are the drow leaving or are they just standing there? They are standing there. You can see that there are the two rails. So the one that you guys were traveling on um, it has been bent in different ways. The the tracks have been taken out. You can see that they're just starting that process on the other rail. They're doing it to that one too? Yes. They're just starting the process. You can see them. They're taking out some of the the giant nails in the in the railway. Kind of like, what's going on? We've got to move these civilians through. These people, they don't have any stake in this. So what are what are the drow doing? Just making it so that the train can't get through? I think they intend to slay the miners that come through here. Slay them? Why would they slay them? It kind of just seems like they just the tra- the train wouldn't be able to go through. Why are you assuming that they want to slay them? I'll look over. Do they seem like they're listening to us? They drow. Make an insight check. What? Where would you get that from? Where would you get that from? Well, I don't know. I mean, if I were if I were them, I would just would if 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 the miners can't get through the tunnel, then they can't dig anymore. Well, we can't tell the miners that they've created this embargo here. Right, but if they wanted to slay them, why wouldn't they just do it in the tunnels? Why would they do it here? This because doesn't make any sense. Here they're vulnerable. They're traveling. They have Dark. no defenses. They have no defenses down in the tunnels either. This stops them from being able to send reinforcements. Help. The cold pikes. I rolled a nine. Can't tell. Does it seem like they could hear if they were... Are they close enough to be able to hear us? Um, Potentially. But then another thought crosses your mind that you're not even sure if they speak common. They might be listening. Why? Why? Why can't we tell anyone? Why can't we just stop them? Why can't we tell anyone, Kellek? He's put a curse on this woman that oh. if we speak, she will die. Why did you let him do that? Because it gets us through without killing anyone. Yeah, but right what now, if everybody dies tomorrow because of that? Then you've killed hundreds of people. All right, well, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, Alma. I don't know what you're trying to tell me. We have to get out of here. I can fix this. Fine. I trust you. Let's go. Everyone, come on. All right, um, Flynn, I am going to have you and Zorkal make um, an athletics check to uh, cool. lift this um, cart back onto the, the railway. Actually... Do you want some help? <laughs> yeah. Anyone who wants to can can add their. I think we should athletics. all try to. Yeah, help. Okay. Okay. Help. Including the dwarves, like, yeah. yeah. The dwarves, if they seem sturdy enough, strong enough. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Athletics? Athletics. <laughs> Rolled amazing on that. <laughs> nice. Seven. I am possessed. <laughs> I am a. I have a. I have oh, a real no. strong intent here. Uh, yeah. Uh, Seventeen. Okay. 
Um, Zorkal rolled really high as well, and the dwarves rolled a 15. So um, everyone all together, sort of lifting all at once, you're able to tip the cart and just prop it back up onto the railway. Um, as for the first time you notice, even when it was flipped over onto the ground, um, the hand was still trying to like move the, oh, right. the lever, <laughs> even though it wasn't going anywhere. And as it's flipped back on, yeah. um, you all hop back on, and the hand once again begins moving. To, yeah, to move the card. Um, as we're about to leave, I want to turn and see if I can see the the like lead figure of these drow. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to come to bloodshed. Those miners are just people making a living. This world has enough chaos in it. Why add more? Seemingly to actively ignore you, mm. turns his back. Mm. As you all begin to pick up speed. I just like, my expression just falls with disappointment. Like, I'm just crestfallen. Okay. Um, as you begin going once more, um, this dwarven woman walks up to you, Kellick. Mm-hmm. What did you do to me? Don't worry, I'm going to help you. And I would like to. Okay. Is this the Dwarven woman that I protected? Different one. Okay. I will um, allow the ashes to form in the palm of my finger, in the palm of my hand, rather, in the three rings, um, scar. And I will I will put my hand directly where he put the powder on her. Mm-hmm. And I will cast Death Ward. No way. Um... You touch a creature and grant it a measure of protection from death. The first time the target would drop to zero hit points as a result of taking damage, the target instead drops to one hit point and the spell ends. And then (laughs) I will reach out for the uh, Station Master's Tether, if I can find it. Yeah. And I will cast Sending. And I'll wrap it up and pour it to my breath. Okay. What would you like to say? (sighs) Deep breaths. There's drow assailants waiting for you in the center of the tunnels. The railway is cut. Expect outright aggression from here on. That's it. Right, Kellick, you complete your casting of sending. Okay. Um, And as you turn around, you look at this dwarven woman who is still in the same cart as the rest of you. Um, and you begin to hear like a searing and she grabs her neck and I'm I'm just like holding her. Like I'm, I'm putting my arms around her. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right. As she drops to her knees. One moment at a time. And for probably the next 10 seconds, you can, you can feel like her muscles contracting as she's in this severe pain. And then all of a sudden she loosens and relaxes as she blinks a couple times and looks up at you. I'm so sorry. But we made it through. And as you're saying this into her eyes, you hear just a faint whisper in your ear. That was a mistake. As the rest of you look over and apparating like a ghost is this drow in the middle of all of you on your cart. I'm going to have everyone roll initiative. Really? No. Come on, man. We yes. should have done it when we got out of the tunnel. Okay, Flynn, what'd you get? 
24. 24. Jeez. Nice. Um, Oma. 22. Wow. Let's go. Let's Um, get it. Kellick. Uh, 10. Okay. It's just one drow though, right? It is just the one. Just the Just the main guy. Okay. Um, oh, it's just him. Mm-hmm. And let's That's see. Uh, Zorkal is there as well. <laughs> Zorkal got a 16. Let's go, Zorkal. I had assumed that, um, or I, I kind of assumed that if, if we knew what Kellick was doing, we would have been prepared for the fallout. Yes. So we're not like totally No, you, surprised. you do not yes. have the surprised condition this okay. first round. Yeah. No. Um, okay. Yes, knowing what Kellick was doing, uh, you all would have been prepared for for anything. Um, okay. Out of seemingly nowhere, this drow apparates right behind Kellick. Flynn, what are you doing? Fucking him up. <laughs> Do it. Um, all right. So I will. Um, is the cart still moving? Yes. With the hand. Yes. How fast is the cart going? Um, the cart is going about. It's been picking up speed. I'd say about 15 miles an hour. Okay. Um, is he like, Is where is he standing in relation to everyone else? Um, like is he on the front of the cart or back of the cart? One of the he sides? He is. So, um, yeah. So you all are in one cart. Oh, cool. With one of the dwarves, cool. um, as well, and then in the cart in front of you, the rest of the dwarves are there, and there's a there's a little gap in between each of the carts that mm-hmm. are that are connected. Um, but uh, yeah, so right in front of Kellick is the dwarf, and apparated right next to him is uh, the drow. So from where you are, Flynn, on one corner of the cart, um, he's sort of on the opposite side of Kellick. Okay. Um. Ooh, uh, I would like to try to move. Kellick is on the ground, though, holding the drow. The, the dwarf. The dwarf, sorry, the dwarf. Yes. In his lap, basically. So they're on the, so you can see over him is what I would, it looks like. Yes. Yeah, you would, you would be able to get a pretty clean view of this drow. I want to try to cast a spell, but I think there's some area of effect stuff that I might have to ask you about. Um, okay. Um, I basically want to cast a spell that has a 15-foot cube in front of me. Um, and I'm curious, where is Kellick actually? Is Are they sharing the same space? They are all close enough to each other. The, the drow is leaning over Kellick to whisper in so his ear. So I would ear. not be able to not target Kellick? No. Okay. No. That's okay. I will wait with that spell. I will cast instead... Mm, nothing. I'm going to hit him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just going to run up uh, to there and uh, to right next to him and swing some some swords. I'll okay. summon my sword as a bonus action and uh, come down with an attack. That is really good. That is 26. Yeah, that hits cool. for sure. Yeah, it hits. All right. Um, This one. Uh... Th- uh, t- 12 points of piercing. Ooh, nice. Okay. Coming in for my second attack. That is a 16. 16 hits. Sweet. That is 14 points of piercing. Okay. Um, and then I will... I'm going to action surge. 
and I'm going to uh, attack again. Okay. And let's unload. Uh, that's 23. 23 hits, yeah. Nice. Uh, 13 points of piercing. Okay. Come on. Uh, that, I think that still hits. Uh, 17. That hits? Yeah. Good God. Uh, 10 <laughs> points of piercing. That is almost 50 points of damage. Flynn had a turn, everybody. Leave him alone! As I right. stab into him four times. Oma. Um, I see Flynn just kind of go into town, um, and I close my eyes and bring my hands in front of me and try to picture um, the green smoke, um, or not the green smoke, sorry. I try to picture the smoke um, getting heavier and heavier between my hands as it um, solidifies into a large, or into, into a short sword. Um, and I cast bonus action Shadow Blade. Okay. Yeah. At third level. <clears throat> um, and I um, step to the backside of this drow that just um, is hovering over Kellek, and I just try and plunge it into his back. Okay. Make an attack roll. Oh, I think it misses. Uh, 11. And 11 does not hit. Yeah. Um,. And that was my bonus action. Yeah, that's all I have. Okay. Oh, um. Oh, is that a spell slot? Yes, it was. Okay, I'm going to have you roll a wild magic surge. You have to beat a two. Be fine. Um, I want to actually oh bend. I want to bend luck. <laughs> okay. Um, to see if I can hit him. Because I rolled an 11 plus. No, that's a 12. That does not hit. Yeah, that's no. okay. Unfortunately, I tried. Like a hit him, right? Mm. Um, they rolled an eighteen for okay. um wild magic. for wild magic. Good, 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 good. Nice. Bump that up to a three. <laughs> okay. Um, Zorkal is up next. Let's go, baby. Um, he is going to. Yeah, he's just gonna launch forward and make a couple of of swings at this guy. This guy messed up. <laughs> Um, now we're you... making a little like tea around yeah. him. It's like good luck moving past us. Yeah. yeah, you are now all covering him on all sides. <laughs> yeah. Um, as uh, Zorkal's going to do pretty much what Flynn does. Um, <laughs> okay, the first attack. Now who's hits, copying? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> as he uh, as he slashes at the Drow, that's going to deal nine points of slashing damage. And he's going to attack one more time. And that attack is going to miss as he uh, as he lunges forward and almost does like a, a um, just like a, um, a lunging attack. The drow looks just in the nick of time and backs away, avoiding the attack. Next up, Kellek. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, uh... Man, I'm, I'm struggling between two things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the dodge action. Okay. And I'm going to um, actually scratch that. I would like to use my action to interpose myself between me and this dwarf, between the drow and this dwarf. Okay, yeah. Um, I would like to cradle her even further and just like turn my back to the, or not turn my back, but um, in fact, put her behind me. Okay. Um, 
and then I would also like to uh, cast uh, Healing Word. Yeah, that her. makes sense. Okay, she's down to one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, roll that. Uh, roll that healing. Second level because I have no spell slots left. <laughs> Sending uh, man. Yeah, yeah. It cost me all my spell mm-hmm. slots every Worth every it game. Though. Yeah, it is. Got some good uses out of it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's two d four plus five. Those are not d fours. Oh, there's d sixes. Thank you. Good call. Thank you. <laughs> my bad. Actually, rolled higher. I think. No, it's the same. It's exactly <laughs> nice, the same. Nice, Six nice. <laughs> plus Six. five. So, eleven points of healing. <clears throat> okay. I was, like, I was like, those are not decent. <laughs> um, as you can see, all of the life returns back to her um, as she is now back at full health. Um, is that your turn? Um, yes. Okay. Next up, the drow. No, he can't go. <laughs> nope. He's not allowed. Stay there. He is going to use his bonus action to teleport. Yeah, that no. makes sense. Which does not provoke any attacks of opportunity. Um, as soon as you see him disappear from within all of you, and each of you sort of like makes eye contact with the person across Ooh. from you, um, <laughs> surrounding surrounding him, um, you just as soon see him appear at the very back, uh, at the very back cart as he turns and reaches his hand out towards the very back little thing that the hand is using to crank. No! And he casts web, um, mm. completely engulfing this this um, this crank machine and slowing the hand to a complete halt. As you can see, it's like trying okay, to good. move good. the lever, um, but it's, it's wrapped up in all of this web and the levers and the mechanics are no longer moving. Okay. That is his turn. Next up, Flynn. Um. Ooh. What's the distance between carts? Five feet. And you can see that you can see between the carts there mm-hmm. is like a metal uh, linking mechanism there mm-hmm. uh, that is going between them, but they are about five feet. I will try to get on the other cart where he's at. I'm, I'm going to use my movement to just try and get over there. Okay. All right, I'm going to have Flynn make an acrobatics check. Oh, I can do that. Hopefully. Uh, 19. 19, yeah. Uh, easy enough. You jump off the side and land in the back without losing any of your movement. So that was um, used, uh, That was 25 feet to get there. I will use my action to dash Okay. right up next to him uh, in the middle of the cart. And uh, uh, pull out my weapon and just kind of give him uh, give him a look and look down at the the web. Okay. And like at the beginnings of rubbing my fingers together, you see the the sigils start to glow as the fire starts flicking on my fingers. All but, right. Uh, that's my turn. Next up, Oma. Yeah, I'm gonna run to the back and um, up over. And you're gonna you're gonna hop into the, the last cart. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have you make an acrobatics check. No. Um, eight. An eight. Okay. Getting to the last cart takes all of your movement. That's um, fine. And and, but you're able to get there. But I'm able to get there. Okay, great. Yes. I'm going to um, I still have my um, blade up, my shadow blade, and I'm going to throw it. Okay. Make it attack roll. Keep it if it's a twenty. <laughs> it has fallen off the table. 
It was a 16. It was a 16. A 16 hits? Plus six. Yeah, yeah, that hits. Nice, nice. We're going to use it. <laughs> okay, 16 plus six. Um, and that's eight points of poison, or um, 3d8 of poison damage. So nine points of poison damage, and then I bonus action call the blade back to me. Okay. And I just look nice. up at him. That's cool. Okay. Um, next up, Zorkal. Um, he is going to, um, yeah, he's going to use his entire turn to, um, run up. Yeah. Okay. So he's going to see that Kellick is right next to this dwarven woman here. She seems pretty well protected. So he is going to use his movement to run to the back of this cart, or I'm sorry, the front of this cart. And he's going to extend his hand out. And in a very similar motion to the way that Flynn casts shield, he's gonna he's gonna use it, but he's gonna use much larger motions and take it a lot slower. As you can see, a shimmering golden light encompass the entire front cart where the rest of the dwarves are, um, what? casting shield over the entire mm-hmm. cart. What? Sick. Boom! Boy needs to teach me. And that. that one. That expends everything that he's got. Um, so that is his turn. Shane is stressed. <laughs> he's stress sweating. Next up. And it almost looks like, it looks like a shimmering golden like bubble that has formed over like the top of the cart mm-hmm. um, and, and sort of extending down beyond. Next up, Kellick. Okay. He's over there. Um. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna give this this dwarven woman a reassuring look, despite everything. <laughs> we'll get out of here. I promise. Interficium in cormeum, and I cast a uh, spiritual weapon at level five. Yeah. Wait, nice. what? Level, no, sorry, level four. Excuse me. Oh, okay. Man. Yeah. That's gonna hurt. Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna bring him up right next to our, 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 our old pal. Um, and I'm gonna, uh, uh, yeah, uh, have it swing at him. Okay. Yeah. Do, do, do. Not bad, not bad. Uh, it's an 18 to hit. That hits, yeah, for sure. Nice. As this rift opens up, uh, uh, 12 points of, uh, force damage. Okay. As this rift opens up adjacent to this drow and this. Uh, thin silver dagger slices through to cut at him. Nice. Um, and then I will cast more. Yep, because that's just the bonus action, amigo. I will cast uh, 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 Toll the Dead. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. And uh, so, wisdom save. Wisdom save. That's going to be what's his wisdom? Um, probably doesn't save. A 14? That is not safe. Okay. And that'll be... Oh, wait. Sorry. That's 2d12 because he's hurt. Hey, uh... <laughs> yeah. Nice. Jeez. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> uh, 17 Dang. points of uh, necrotic damage. If you wish to go to the hells, then so be it. Off with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and he... 
Yeah, he. All of these attacks are look like they're really wearing him down. <laughs> yeah, he's not having too much fun. Um, okay, with that, he is going to uh, reach his hand up into the air, and um, as this cart is slowing down even further, he's gonna. It looks like he's reaching for rocks that are on the ceiling, and as as he grabs the air and twists and pulls down, um, you can see that the the rocks in the ceiling begin to crumble and crack as all of a sudden two massive boulders fall down. But as they fall in the middle of the air before they actually touch down, they they each sprout eight legs <gasps> as they boom, hit the carts. What? And as they hit the carts, the rock, the, the rocky exterior sheds off as two giant spiders are now occupying. Come on, that's cool. cool. That's super I don't cool. Like you. Occupying that's cool. the Might that be so cool? Yeah. <laughs> um, the first one, the, the first giant spider lands on the cart that um, is Oof. occupied by Flynn, Ulma, and the drow. And the second one lands on the cart with Zorkal, uh, Kellick, and the dwarven woman. So, yeah, that's uh, that's all he's gonna do. I'm gonna roll for those spiders. Ooh. Okay, um, that's his turn. Next up, Flynn. Um, wow, I see these things. Oh, um, and then I turn back to him, uh, and I will. I want to hit. I want to get this thing moving again, but mm -hmm. it, um, you're if, the only one who can do it. <laughs> would I be able to remove the hand, or is it like encased? It's webbed in there. It's it's webbed in there pretty good. And it's you're still you're still moving, but it's slow. It is slowing down. Um, would I would if it wasn't held down? Would I be able to remove it as like a free action, just like pick it up? Um, yeah, just like but grab it. Like the interact. issue is, you are at the end of this cart. The hand is on the other end of this this push thing. It's not right there close to you. It's on the other end of the lever. So it is about fifteen feet away from you. Would I be able to use my movement to get to where that is, or do I have to? You'd have to be going through webs. The web. Yeah. Um, I'm worried it's gonna burn the, the hand up. But I mean, I guess it's like I thought it was wooden. It's a wooden the hand, hand is a, a wooden hand. It's a wooden hand. Yeah. But it's it's wooden, it's so it, look, I think it'll burn away the web, and then the handle be. Oh, I might take it with a magic. I don't know. What are you doing, Flynn? Um, uh, I'm gonna try and just. I don't know. I'm gonna. Oh, I don't want to burn it. Um, if you're gonna burn it, burn pull it. Pull the lever. Pull the lever. <laughs> I will just try it. I'm gonna light a torch and uh, start to burn the web, and move, and try and get to the hand and get the hand before it gets too burnt up. Okay. So I will, I will, you know, use my action to pick up a uh, torch, light it, and then start moving my way through the, the web and just like disregard. Okay. Me. All right. Um, you make it through about half of the web okay. um, to get there. All right. Um, do I get to the hand? No, you not do yet. not. You okay. burn away about half. All right. Of the web. Uh, that's my turn. Okay. Next up, spiders. Uh, how? Oh no, Oma. How far Sorry. away is Flynn from me now? Flynn is now. Uh, <laughs> And more feet or something, yeah. Forty feet. Great, cool, perfect. 
Um, I'm going like to <laughs> take a step forward towards the spider. Okay. Um, and I'm go- so I'm holding my shadowy um, sword and I'm going to um, release my hands from holding it. Okay. As it slowly gets like less and less solidified and kind of dissolves into smoke in the air. And I am going to um, take a deep breath as I um, kind of secure my magic well inside myself and use um, two sorcery points to cast Quickened Spell. I think it's two. Let me double check that. Yes, just two. To change the casting time for one spell to be a bonus action. All right, what are you casting? I am casting a 15-foot cone of burning hands at both the spider and our drow friend. Yeah. That would get, that uh, would get both of them. <laughs> and not at Flint, because Flint is far away. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, at third level. Jeez. <laughs> you need a deck save. For both the spider and the guy, right? Yeah, it's not very high, unfortunately. I need Con to save though. For the spider, for the spider, that's twenty-one. Okay. <laughs> and for the drow, he's gonna be pretty that's good. At seventeen. Um, they both make it, but they still take half, um, okay. which is half of five d six. Jeez. Let's go. Also, the wood might catch on fire. Just yeah. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Sixteen points of, fi- of fire damage, half. Okay, so that's eight points to each of them. And I am going to do it again. Okay. Did the roll first? Yeah, I'm gonna roll. No, I mean, like, do you have to? When does, um, when does yeah, wild magic the happen? wild magic. Oh, oh boy. We're 17. Good, we're good, we're good. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I'm going to move that up to a four. Okay. Does the spider go away? Yeah, he has to do a concentration check first, I guess. Yes, he does. Goodbye. Could, could, uh, could we get less spiders? Yeah, he got it. It's a 19 plus <sighs> whatever his right. thing is. Um, okay, so the spiders stay. Then they've got their dex saving throws. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a 19 for the spider. That's like an, that's an eight for the drow. Yeah, he's going to take the full thing. Yeah, okay. Oh, you're doing it again? Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to take the full thing. Nice. That's 18 <coughs> points of fire damage for the drow. Nice, dude. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> and um, nine for the spider. How are you doing? <laughs> and I don't know if any of the cart is on fire <laughs> or anything twice. that yeah. he's wearing. Um, make. <laughs> my, I'm gonna have you roll a d4. I also need to roll um, for my oh, wild man. magic, yeah. which is an 11. Okay, nice. moving up to five. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just, just roll a d4. Spell is like quickening the wild magic. Yeah. Roll a d4. Four. Nice. 
Not nice. Maximum um, something. Maximum <laughs> that, is, that is maximum damage to the cart oh, and, and everything else. And how's the web doing then? <laughs> As a portion of the web is is uh, torched away, um, but unfortunately, so is a piece of the cart that is connecting to Flynn's piece of the cart. Sorry, Flynn. Um, as it breaks off, you are slowly... <laughs> no! Slowing what? down, slowing Sorry, down Flynn. slightly more than everything else. Um, as... <laughs> what? It's all right. As your piece of the cart moves five feet back. Okay. You are five feet further away. Um, next up... Well, um, are the spiders still there? You make another kind save. Yes, they are. Oh. Okay, how's he looking? He's looking just, he's starting to regret what he's doing. Mm. He's really starting to regret it. Um, Your blood can easily be spilled just as easily as ours. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next up, the spiders. Um, the spider next to Olma was not a fan of that fire. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. If you would like to take an attack of opportunity, you can. As it jumps up into the air and uses this movement to land on the web directly next to Flynn. Yeah, I'm gonna take a uh, an attack of opportunity, okay. I, but I think I can just punch because okay, yeah, unless yeah, yeah. I can use a cantrip as an attack of opportunity. No, no, it's gotta be a weapon, right? So, yeah. so I will um, punchy punchy. I think that's just Warcaster, Warcaster right? That's can the do that. yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna punch um, okay, an unarmed roll. strike. Eighteen to hit, um, and yeah, eighteen hits. And it's the D eight because of my feet. Mm-hmm. Plus, that's um, ten points of damage okay. as he's running away. As it just leaps off of the ground, you throw a punch, and your punch connects with one of its legs as the leg is like completely blown off <gasps> and and falls to the side of the cart. Um, it still lands with an incredible thud right next to Flynn, <laughs> Great. Hi. <laughs> okay. Next up is Zorkal. He's got a spider right in front of him. So he's going to take a couple of swings at the spider, um, slashing with his sword. He's going to make contact on both of them. Um, nice. His first swing slashes dealing nine points of damage. He also takes off one of the legs as the spider sort of stumbles to regain its stability. And the next one dealing five points of damage. Okay, that's their turn. Um, Oh, next up, fun, is the other spider. Um, (laughs) Let's see, it is going to, yeah. um, It's going to attack Zorkal. That is the present danger. <laughs> it's going to reach out and with its pincers uh, attempt to make a bite attack. And that is not going to hit as it uh, reaches forward and Zorkal um, just dodges out of the way of these two huge pincers. All right, next up, Kellick. What are you doing? You've got a massive spider right in front of you. Okay. And that's it. Yeah. Well, uh, neat. What um, are you doing? <laughs> love that. Um, I'm going to, um, I'm going to take an attack of opportunity, I assume. I'm going to move, uh, I'm going to try and jump over to uh, the cart with Olma in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you take an attack of opportunity. Let's see. As it uh, reaches out once again with its pincers, it is going to try and bite you. 
That's going to be a dirty 20 to hit. Handle it. Okay. Um, and I'm going to have you make a constitution saving throw for me. Okay. How much damage As you I take? take seven points of piercing damage. Okay. Seven points of piercing. Um, the con damage, or the con save was um, 15. Okay. Um, you save as uh, you awesome. are not poisoned. Tremendous. Yeah, that'll yeah. help a lot. Yeah. That'll help a lot. Okay, and uh, I'm going to have you make an acrobatics check as you're moving towards this next cart. Nice. Okay, um, uh, 14. Uh, 14. Okay, you leap over, and you still have uh, 10 feet of movement. Um, I'm good there. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to lock eyes with this drow. And I'm going to use my action to use uh, to channel divinity and do path to the grave. As not only is my the, the gateway that is my spiritual weapon next to him, but additional gateways open up around him as though welcoming him to his afterlife, his, his <laughs> yeah. impending afterlife. Uh, and uh, the next uh, attack that hits him, uh, will uh, he'll be vulnerable to. Okay. No and then yeah, I'm going to swing at him with my spiritual weapon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey and maybe maybe miss. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is a miss. Um, yeah, it's 14. That does not hit. <sighs> yeah. But still, he's vulnerable. Next thing that hits. Nice. Okay. That's my turn. Um, okay. Next up. Um, yeah, he is going to use his bonus action to teleport. Mm. And as soon as he disappears, he'll begin looking around. You don't see him reappear. Great. What about the spiders? The spiders are still there. Okay. Great. That is going to be his turn. <sighs> um, next up, Flynn. Um, I will use. I'm. I'm wondering if I can use the torch as like a weapon and like attack the web, and like and then attack the spider. Like, can I attack the rest of the web with the my action? Can I like do weapon attacks? I can do that and then yeah, hit the, yeah, all right. for sure. So I'll, I'll use one one action or one attack to get the rest of the web. Okay. And the rest of the web is cleared. And then I will grab the hand if I can. Just like pick it up. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's easy yeah, enough. Just pick it up and put it in my pocket. Um, yeah. And then I will turn to the spider and just, uh, and I will uh, bonus action some of my sword. Okay. And come in on the uh, uh, and attack the spider. Okay. I'm gonna uh, have you make an attack roll. Okay. Um, and because you know a thing or two about giant spiders and have them in your uh, in your little uh, bestiary, I'm gonna have you add five to uh, any additional modifiers. No, right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, any That's additional sick. modifiers at the end of it, you just add five. Oh. Uh, Oh, it's a hit too, like in the damage. To hit and the damage. And the wow. damage. Correct. Bye, spider. Wow, dude. Yeah. That's very <laughs> Okay, so that's twenty uh jeez, that's really high. That's, um okay, so that'd be twenty-eight plus five thirty-three. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> um eleven, sixteen points of piercing damage. Okay, as you, like, you take a second, you take uh, the briefest moment to see, to, to recall what you know about giant yeah. spiders and the amount of times that you've fought them before. And you immediately lunge forward, driving it into the area between its <sighs> pincers as you feel a soft area that your sword completely goes through <gasps> and the, the spider falls limp. No way. And falls off the back of the cart nice. um, and lands on the track, <laughs> lands on the track behind you. Um, I will... In shock of that, um, I will use my movement if I could to. Oh, actually, is it contin- Is it completely ripped off the lever? Yes. How else do we move this cart? Do I, is there a lever on the front? There was one on the front. You uh, you don't 
okay. know exactly how it's gonna. Okay, but there is one potentially we could use. I will then, knowing that this is a lost cause, I will attempt to get back onto the cart that Oma and Calicron. Looking at it potentially, if the hand continued to push, it would basically just knock this last oh, cart into the front one. It just wouldn't have that connection any longer. That's oh, okay. what you're. So that's you what you're seeing as, like as a, you like a ram almost. Like just push if, it that if way. If you wanted to, that okay, would be a possibility. I will do that. I will bring the hand back out and kind of just. Guys, I, I'm gonna try and get this thing going again. And uh, I can't do it yet because I don't have an action. But that's Correct. my turn. Okay. Um, one spider killed. Next up, Oma. Yeah. You see, uh, there is the last spider on this other cart that you are not currently on. What would you like to do? So we're just gonna keep going, right? We're how how close are we to the exit? Do I can I can I make an assum- assumption? Um, from the amount of time that you've been traveling, you probably have another thirty minutes or so. Damn. Yeah, anything could happen. You okay there, Flynn? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Okay. Um, I guess I am gonna climb over and back to the main. Yep, back to the main cart okay. that we were on. Me to- yeah, I'm gonna have you roll acrobatics. <laughs> Oof. Um, being very clumsy today, which is weird. Um, that's a ten. Uh, a ten. Okay, you get to the other side, and um, as soon as you land, you used all of your movement to get to this car. Okay, no problem. Um, everyone doing all right here? Um, and I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Cast. Yeah, we're gonna cast Chaos Bolt at the. Okay. Um, at second level. Is that a roll from you or me? That's a roll from me. Thirteen. A thirteen hits. Cool. Um. That's twenty-three points of. Fire damage. Okay. Oh wait, no, 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 I'm sorry. I used the wrong. I used the wrong dice to determine that. Um, psychic damage. No. Oh, okay. Um, as this uh, whirling mass engulfs the spider, um, you can see it begin to like twitch, and the legs curl up from underneath as the head completely explodes, and um, this this black goop um, uh, hits Oma. Zergath and the dwarf as the rest of the body of the spider falls limp and dead. We are now out of initiative. <laughs> Gross. I am just like actively seeking out to see where this, this child teleported to. Okay, make a perception check. Is the cart in front of me on fire? Um, The, the fire is like dissipating okay. a little bit. It seems like most of the damage has already been done. 12 on the perception check. 12, uh, you don't see him anywhere. Okay. Don't come back. Just for um, making sure that we're that that they're no longer there, I'm going to um, snap my fingers together and um, tilt my head down and disappear from existence temporarily. Um, and I want to. Um, I'm on the ethereal plane now, and I want to make sure that that guy isn't here still. Ooh. Okay. On the ethereal plane. <laughs> Looking around, you seem to be in the clear. Uh, nice. Probably good to check, but nothing here on the ethereal plane. Okay, and I can stay here for <laughs> a minute. So I'm going to stay here for a minute. Okay. It's gone. Do you have to roll wild magic on that? Yes. 
Oh, yeah. Six. Had to beat a five. Jeez. You're good. All right. So as Alma is on the ethereal plane now, um, Flynn, you are able to press the button of the hand once more. (laughs) And I will assist it to maybe try and make it go a little faster. And you just get it a little bit faster. And in the next 20 minutes or so, you're able to just see the light, the dim moonlight at the end of the tunnel. After a minute, I pop back. As Oma pops back, that is where we're going to end this episode. We're going to call it right there. Oh, God. We're not free yet, though. We're not out. No, you're not. But that's where we're going to call it. Thank you all so much for listening. And we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, Bye, nerds. nerds. What's up, nerds? This is Cameron. I play Shreya on the podcast. I can't tell y'all enough how much we appreciate your continued listening and diving into the story. Uh, We are so pumped about recording uh, every time we do. Uh, It just brings us so much joy. If it brings you as much joy as it brings us, uh, be sure to like, subscribe, follow us on our social channels, engage there. We're pretty active there. Uh, It'd be great to hear from you. Uh, So thanks again for listening. Uh, You guys are awesome, and we love doing this for you. And uh, See you on the next one. Bye, nerds.